Welcome everybody to Mind Your Biz and we have Nancy Mello and we're going to mind her biz today. So thank you Nancy for coming by. Introduce yourself, tell them what you're about, what you're doing. Uh, you're doing some pretty really interesting things. So tell everybody about you. Yeah, thanks so much. So my name is Nancy Mello. I am a psychic, I am a medium and an animal communicator. And sometimes I find lost pets. So uh, yeah, I, I, I only started doing this professionally a couple of years ago. I, I've always had these abilities since I was little. Uh, when I was six, I had my grandmother talk to me and tell me about something I was remembering about her. And I told my mom and my mom quickly sent me to the psychiatrist. So um, after kind of a crazy childhood, as far as that's concerned, in my 20s, I used it as a party trick. It was a great way. Here's a pro tip. If you have any kind of intuition, you go up to guys, of course, or girls, if that's your thing. And you go, hey, if you, you'll give me a kiss if I tell you something about your grandfather or you go out with me if you do that. So that totally worked. I spent my 20s kissing a lot of cute boys that way. <laughs> I did not work with my husband, one oh. of the very few I did not work with. Uh, I told him that and he said, yeah, right. He's a US uh, active duty Navy submariner. And uh, so kind of looked at me, but somehow I still kept him around. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's a great story. So how did you or what made you turn your ability into a business, essentially? What 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 triggered that or what was the, you know, the catalyst for that? You know, straight up depression. I had I suffered from major depression, major anxiety. I mean, all the time. And actually, I've, I've been suicidal throughout my life. And it got to a point, yeah, where um, I was going through a really hard time and I actually decided I was done. I left my phone at home. I picked my favorite uh, Santa hat dinosaur pajamas, T-Rex, by the way, there were T-Rexes in Santa hats, picked my pajamas and I said, I'm gonna go throw myself in front of a train. It was like 20 degrees out. I should have checked the train stage schedule because I sat at that damn train station in the middle of the night and I just started waiting for a train that never came. And I was screaming in my car, like, why? Why do I have this? Why? And I just was like screaming. I was so frustrated because I could feel people around me. I could feel them trying to help me. But I was so afraid of being rejected and I was so afraid of being told I was going to go to hell and I was the devil. All the same stuff I'd heard my entire life that I was just I was just done. I also held a, a very small elected position in my town in Connecticut. So I was so afraid. Here I am, the spouse of an active duty Navy submariner. I didn't want it to affect his career. But at the same time, not being able to help people was, was killing me and so i sat there for the strain that wasn't coming and i realized it just hit me that i either kill myself and let my fear of rejection and people telling me i'm going to hell which doesn't exist so it's not going to be possible or i can actually help people with my abilities and if i could help one person that would be enough so i came home and my husband was waiting for me and i told him i need help and he said okay and I called my therapist and I was uh, I was working on actually getting in into a facility because I said, I need help. And I was in there in the middle of the night laying down and I was going, if someone could just tell me it was going to be OK, if someone could just say this is what's coming, then I would be OK. Then I knew that 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 moment, that feeling of just this is it would pass. And then I realized I was that person. 
I could give that to someone that just needed that help up, just needed someone to just be like, I see it and it's okay. Uh, so four o'clock in the morning, I started researching the cheapest websites, <laughs> how to how to create a website. My husband wakes up at six o'clock in the morning for work and I walk into the room and I say, I just spent $100 on a website. And he looks me in the eye and he says, okay. And he turns around and he goes right back to the bedroom. And uh, he thought he was never going to see that money again. (laughs) (laughs) And um, two years later, I have found 39 pets. Uh, I found a lost goat in uh, in, uh, mass uh, yesterday morning for 39. Um, I have read over 50 animals. I have spoken to people in all pets and people in all 50 states, four Canadian provinces and 19 countries. I have found pets in Switzerland, Costa Rica, Mexico, Canada, the United States, Athens, Greece, and Ireland. So, I mean, this is, it's, it's been insane. Wow. But it all, it all came from me saying, I'm not going to let my fear of rejection or someone telling me you can't do it you're not supposed to do it you're weird uh, that i couldn't let that define me and i had i was so afraid of what other people were going to think of me i was so afraid of it affecting my husband's job and he said i don't care if you're happy if this honors you do it and he's actually he's actually uh deploying to the middle east right now wow and it hasn't affected his career uh you know and instead within a couple of months of starting my website and, and reaching out. And I just, you know, I went on my Facebook that was, and I said, Hey, I have a confession. This is me. You know, I respect if you don't want to see it, if you don't want to, if you don't want to believe me, I, I respect it, but I have to live my truth. And people started booking me. Wow. Led to another, um, Within a month or two, my depression and anxiety had almost completely vanished. And I have not gone back to that level ever again. I still have, you know, mild depression season. You know, I mean, you're in New York. I know I'm in, I'm, I'm in Connecticut. We got freaking cloudy days. So I get sad. Oh, I get sad. And I still yell at my kids. I don't think anything gets that. You know, I mean, I, especially as a single parent, you know, like you asked me before if this was water, I mean, you know, but you, you know, I, I deal with it, but I don't feel that depression because I'm honoring what's in here. Great. With helping people. I mean, the fact that one decision completely and utterly not only changed my life, but it's changed hundreds, hundreds of other lives and pets and people. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Well, we're, we're all glad you didn't jump off a bridge. There's a lot of animals and people that are happy about that. So that's great. <laughs> that is great. And uh, it's great that you turned your weirdness into a, a really get, a gift for not only, you know, people, but animals too. I mean, it's, it's really good when I see people turn uh, almost something that's really hurting them and they just make it something positive. So that's a beautiful thing. And now, and I also appreciate that, that grind you did because you kind of started out of nowhere. You just, you know, you had an ability and then you just went online with a website. I mean, that's difficult. And you just, you must have done your homework. You must have spent a lot of time in emails and calls and, you know, answering a lot of questions. And, and doing a lot. And just, you know, I, I took some 
Slack though. Oh, 100%. I actually, I, I know, I, I know I've made it cause I have a certified uh, harasser. I have a certified stalker. I have someone that um, routinely, and it's someone I know that routinely puts uh, biblical quotes and tells me wow. abomination. I have had <laughs> people send me emails. People tell me all the time, you're you know, how dare you, you know, deny, how dare you, you know, do this. You're going, you know, you are, you're just, you're blasphemous. You are spreading hate and fear. And I said, actually, I'm spreading the opposite. Right. I'm telling people, I, if you don't want to hear my message, amen, God bless you. You know, I'm not going to criticize anyone that doesn't want to believe me. You know, for me, another thing that makes me different than other psychics is I believe in science. We were just talking about, um, I got my second vaccine on Thursday. Like I believe in science. My husband's an engineer. He's a submariner. Um, he's no joke. Um, I had to prove it to him. multiple times um you know i believe in science and i do believe that everything i tell people every can be proven every single reading i tell you i'm not afraid to say i don't know i'm not afraid to say i'm not sure and i don't speak in esoterical terms i always say like i'm not like some crystal ball like this is what i'm gonna see like this is no no i don't do that i'm very straight very to the point and you should be able to prove what I tell you. If I, if you can't prove it, then what the hell's the point? I'm not asking you to freaking believe freaking rainbows and sunshine. You know, I'm, I'm just saying if, if you open yourself up to it, uh, you know, I'm, I'm willing to try. And um, it's amazing, like the stories and, and the, the proof that has come out of that, which turns into faith. And I have something on my website. Faith is believing that impossible is possible. And that's all it is, is believing that something that you can't define can actually work. And that's where science goes hand in hand. I actually want to uh, work with other scientists and researchers, and I'd love to study the brain. I'd love to go under CAT scans with, uh, you know, other psychics and other mediums and animal communicators. I'd love to study what part of my brain is firing when I'm doing sessions? Is it different with animals? What is it different when I'm working as a medium, when I'm talking to people that have passed over? How am I able to utilize this? Because this, I, I believe this can be proven. And I do feel like in our lifetimes, there will be more stuff that is comes out. Because as of this point, I think scientists have only understood, they only stand about 25% of the brain. Like top neurologists say that they haven't even begun to understand the brain. And we, we barely use most of our brain anyway, so. Seriously. So how is it, how is what I'm doing so impossible? Right. It, and it just hasn't been proven yet. It doesn't have, it hasn't been proven in, by the scientific method yet. But I'm hoping to change that because I don't want you to like look at me and say, oh, you're just going to give me crap. No, screw that. I'm going to give you what I hear. And if that's crap, you know, then that's what I'm hearing. And I can totally be wrong. I mean, there's, you know, lots of pets that I haven't found. There's lots of, you know, there are times that I do get stuck in readings and I just say, man, I, I you know, this is not working. There, there are times. I, I saw some interesting thing, uh, things on your website. It's, it's noble you're helping pets and people, but I noticed something in the business category. I think it was real estate. How are you helping people in business? I mean, I got I to gotta hear this one. I love working with real estate in particular and business. Um, real estate is fun. I, again, I don't know how I do it. But I'm able, it like, so let's say you're looking at a home and you're like, okay, I want to put a bid on it. I can look at it and somehow tell you if there's problems with the floors, with the plumbing. 
Um, you know, maybe when it'll need a new roof, what might come back during um, the inspection. Um, also with selling a home. So how this all started is I have a client and I've worked with their entire family at this point. She has a, a father-in-law that passed that is very vocal and um, I love him. If I say his name, even he'd probably come around me, even though I have no connection to him other than just talking to his family. Anyway, they were trying to sell their home and they could not sell it. And I was just chatting with her and I'm like, add a plant. I was like, I just keep hearing add a plant to the doorway. And I said, and you need your husband needs or she, you need to fix the fix or hate the railing. And again, I haven't seen their house. They're over in Chicago. I'm here in Connecticut. And I said something about painting the railing. And she's like, yeah, he meant to get on that. I'll have him do it today. And I was like, add like one of those big plants. So she got a plant. And the next day she got an offer on it. Wow. Same family. They, they and this is connected with the father-in-law. Um, they, he, this father-in-law told me he wanted them to move closer to a good friend of his. Like you need to move in this neighborhood. Well, there was this house that they had seen in that area they just loved, but it was under contract. And for whatever reason, I was like, you need to put an offer. And they're like, there's no use. It's, it's under contract. We're not going to get it. And I was like, no, like go. I said, just put a reasonable offer on it. Put something there. And sure enough, the other offer fell through and their, their offer got accepted. And they were able to, because they had already put it in, it didn't go out to anyone else. What was really cool about that is like six months later, when I was doing readings in Chicago, they actually hosted me and a bunch of readings. So I got to see this house that I was a part of. Um, so yeah, I love working with real estate rentals, uh, finding, talking about landlords, anything like that, trying to anything like that. Um, and then businesses, uh, I really enjoy working with businesswomen. I think it's important to, you know, women supporting women and what can we do to harness our power and honor our power. And a lot of times it's just trusting ourselves and trusting our gut and being more forward. But I love helping all of that. It's, it's so much fun. Wow, that's great. So you're, you're almost like a real estate whisperer. I, I can be, I can be. And, and actually with all of, with the homes that we have, I, I knew like when um, we, my husband, we, we lived in Hawaii for five years. He was on a submarine. And I remember there was, we had five houses to look at and we went to the first one and I was like, this is it. We hadn't even walked in. I was like, this is it. And my husband's like, no, no, no. We need to, you know, and we look in, da, 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 we walk through sure enough. At the end of the day, he's like, you know, so yeah. So I, I've, I've, I've been known to help my husband. Although now, you know, I don't know. He's like the intellect though. Like I go, look, I have a feeling about this. And he goes, okay, let's, let me, let me, let me prove it to myself. My husband had, of course, he, he just because I'm a psychic doesn't mean we're going to win the lotto. Like admits to his dismay, like, you know, so he's got to prove it to himself. Wow. That's very interesting. So tell me, tell me about this COVID uh, vaccine. Uh, you said, the second one kind of uh, threw you for a loop. So what happened? What's the story? So what I've heard, so I do, uh, I like to, I do a COVID report when I do my Instagram lives and I kept saying there was something coming. I knew we were going to get better this spring. So in regards to the vaccines, what I have felt is that nothing is seriously wrong with any of them. What I do feel like will happen within the next decade, and this is way out. So think of the chaos theory, and I say this, the butterfly effect. So just me saying this can change things. But what I feel like is going to happen is you're going to have very minor things that like maybe on a 
intake form a decade from now, it's going to say, which vaccine did you have? And I, we're talking, you know, maybe joint pain, like minor joint pain. Maybe you are more prone to arthritis or something really minor um, in regards to the vaccine. I mean, we're not talking anything, anything life altering uh, in regards to, I, I do not feel anything negative though from the vaccines. And instead I've always felt the opposite. I felt very safe with the second even though I was I had 103 degree fever for 36 hours, uh, the CDC, you check in online and it actually, they monitor your symptoms. And every day it'll say, check in with your symptoms, check in with your symptoms. You put in your email and your text number and it'll keep sending you stuff. So it's monitoring you. So let's say you have a fever for five days. Well, you put that in, someone's going to call you from the CDC. So what, yeah, yeah. And a lot of people don't realize about this, this uh, thing that they offer. I didn't either until I got the vaccine and I just started getting these texts. So anything out of the ordinary, the CDC is monitoring. That's why with the J and J, which by the way, I'm a survivor of blood clots. I've had two blood clots. I would have felt safe with the Johnson and Johnson. I think they were just erring on the, the, the case of caution. And in fact, I saw my hematologist, uh, my yearly visit last week or two weeks ago. And I asked him about it. He's like, you're fine. You're fine. Don't even worry about it. So my hematologist said it was okay. Uh, talk with your doctor, of course, but I, I don't see anything major from any of them. I think they do a lot more good than harm. Okay. Well, it's good to get your perspective because um, you have intuition and you've been through the, the vaccine and it's good to hear different perspectives on it. Um, so tell us how you plan on growing your business because uh, I mean, what has been the, the biggest challenge of growing your business and what are you doing about it to expand and, and just to help more people and help more animals? Honestly, it's credibility because I say I'm a psychic and people laugh in my face. You know, if I go to any publicist or any marketer, any advertising, anything like that. Well, first of all, the, the late great psychic Sylvia Brown said the best psychics don't have to advertise and what I want to add to what she says is she wasn't around during social media. <laughs> so um, I'm very, very active on social media. But the biggest challenge has been credibility and proving that I'm not going to screw anyone. I keep my prices really reasonable. Uh, even with the press I've got, I've, I've been featured in the Washington Post. I was just featured in the Los Angeles Tribune a couple of days ago. Even with the press, I don't. I don't want to raise my prices so much that the everyday person cannot afford me. I also do free readings on Friday night on Instagram uh, or people can come in. I never want to be inaccessible. So, but the biggest challenge has just been proving to people that I'm not, I'm, I'm not a fake. And actually I have this portrait right here. This is a drawing from Da Vinci from 1491, I believe. And he was, and this is, I have this right by my desk because this is, it, it reminds me every day. So he sketched, these were gypsies in Venice and in the drawing that you can kind of see the corner of, look it up. It's called, uh, if you look up Da Vinci uh, gypsies, it'll come up and it has these gypsies reaching their hands into a man's pocketbook while they read his palm. And actually that was a, this was a political statement by Da Vinci about these gypsies that were that they ended up getting thrown out of Venice at the time because of what they were doing throughout time. There have always been psychics. There have always been, you know, people that have said they can see the future and they've tried to really hurt people in the process. So I am fighting against that. 
And that picture reminds me every day that A, I'm, I'm not those people, but to be true to myself, to be true to always being honest, never, never, ever, like I always say, like I'll never message you and ask if you want a reading. I have a very strict policy of A, not sharing who I do readings with, and B, I will never approach you. I never want to make anyone feel uncomfortable unless I'm drinking. My husband calls it cyclically handsy. Um, that's why I don't drink a whole lot because I will go off and run my mouth a little bit. And uh, that's why I don't do that. So, but other than that, that's why I do not drink very much. Um, <laughs> at least I leave my phone somewhere else. But yeah, so I don't approach anyone. Uh, they have to come to me because I just, I hate those people that go, you want a reading? You want a reading? And then they say, well, for a hundred dollars, I don't believe in spells. I don't believe in, you know, I don't believe that, that, that a hundred dollars will, you know, and a chicken that I can sacrifice is going to help you. Um, that's not my, I, I don't rule that way. So because of the place we're in, where I am a stay at home mom, I have the freedom to say, I'm not, I'm not doing this for the money. You're paying for my time. But that being said, I can't, I, I, that being said, I, I, I have these standards that I will not break. So I get people, I, I get maybe once a week, I get an impersonator that tries to steal my account, tries to write a name like me and, and they'll start adding people and they'll ask them if they want a reading. And every single time, you know, and then Instagram will shut it down. Someone will message me and we'll get Instagram to shut it down. But every single time I say, I will never, ever ask if you want a reading like I will never DM you. I will never DM you out of the blue. You have to come to me. And that being said, those standards make it so that my growth has been through word of mouth. It's been through finding uh, goats <laughs> and, um, and it's been people talking about me. Um, the reason why I got in the Washington Post, if you Google Nancy Mello and um, Washington Post, it was about a cat that um, the car was stolen and the cat was in the car. And uh, the cat was found a few days later, thank God. Um, but the owner, when the reporter contacted her, the owner said, you need to talk to Nancy. So that's been how I've kind of broken through to gain trust. But that's, that's my biggest challenge is, is, is gaining that trust and gaining that credibility. And I, I just do it. I do it with, with being very relatable. I, you look at my TikTok, especially the last few days when I was having the fever, I was recording some, some really fierce Spice Girls TikToks where I'm singing and looking hideous and, you know, oh yeah, I, I, today for, for uh, May the 4th, I, uh, I did a Star Wars where I'm doing this with my arms. I mean, I just make a complete fool of myself because I don't care. I, I mean, I love it. I love it. I love to dance. I tell people that I am the most normal person except for my dance skills. I dance like Elaine from Seinfeld. I totally do. I own it though. So I'm kind of trying to fight that just by being myself and laughing about it. And if people don't like me, who cares? As far as growth, you know, I don't ever want to make a million dollars. I mean, that's not my utmost goal is to make money. My goal is to help people. My goal is to make enough money to fund research, to fund science. 
my goal would be to reach people continuously over all over the world um, and helping people and pets. I can help people or pets from, you know, before they're adopted to when they pass. And as far as connecting with people that have passed over, it's a lot of times it's people that, you know, want to hear from their loved ones and let things go, or they're afraid they're mad at them, or they're afraid there needs to be that closure. And I'm able to give that to them. But as far as goal wise, I would love to continue. I'd love to continue to public speak. I would love to take this on the road. I would love to travel. Uh, Pre-COVID, I was going to Chicago and San Antonio to do readings in person. So I would love to continue that, but it's going to take more word of mouth and more people willing to say, yeah, I saw psychic and she's awesome. You know, that that's what it's going to take because if you talk to the average person, you say, well, did you, have you seen a psychic? Not a lot of people want to admit it. So like you see on my Instagram, I have a lot of pictures of pets and, and people go, well, you must only do pets. And I say, well, no, that's because the owners let me share the pictures. People don't want me to share a picture of their uncle Bob that I talked to. They don't want to, they don't want to, you know, because then their whole family is going to be, well, what were you doing talking to uncle Bob? And believe me, sometimes people that pass over, they have the dirt on people. Like sometimes others don't want them to hear stuff. So it happens. It happens. So just continuing that word of mouth, but I would love, I'd love to take this on the road. I would love to do more uh, in video. I'd love to do more on, on TV, more podcasting. I love it. I love it. As long as it's spreading the word about love and there's not too much to fear. That's beautiful. So does your ability allow you to see uh, some things into the future or is it strictly based on people, intuition with people and animals? Definitely clairvoyancy. Yeah. Pre-pandemic, I actually told my mom, uh, it was a, maybe January of 2020, no, 2020. I remember telling my mom that I felt like there were going to be a lot of people dying. I honestly thought it was a war. I thought there was a war because um, I think there was something going on with Syria at the time. But I remember telling her, I said, there's going to be a lot of people that die and it's going to be really, really hard and it's going to be tragic. And yeah. I just had that feeling of foreboding. Uh, and it turned out it turned out to be COVID. Actually, around this same time, I have a, a client that I've chatted with since the beginning, and she was chatting about something that was going to happen in June, or she was asking about something that was going to happen in June. And I told her, I said, you know, I, I just don't see it. I said, that's so weird. I said, I just don't see it. And she's like, well, she's like, okay. She's like, that's weird. And I said, well, let me, and I kept sensing it. And uh, I said, you know, I just don't see it happening. And I thought it meant something else. Um, and it was it was someone graduating, someone graduating. And I said, I just don't see it. And so she took a couple of days and she was checking on things. And she comes back to me and she says, Nancy, everything's on track for graduation. This doesn't this doesn't make any sense. And I said, Well, that's good. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. But it turned out it was COVID. She graduated, it just wasn't in person. I wasn't seeing right. the in-person graduation. Cause I believe her question was like, Well, is she gonna walk? Is she gonna walk in graduation? And I said, right. I don't see it. But I, I, I literally didn't see the graduation. Wow. So totally, I see, so I do see um, events. I, I foretold the election. Uh, I knew that it was going to be very contentious at the end. I knew, I felt like Biden would win, uh, but that I, I did feel like it was going to be a fight, uh, the, in, that it was going to be a few days. Are you getting any, any sense of the, because everyone's real scared of the future of our economy because of, the stimulus, the, I mean, 
a tremendous amount of business went out of business. There, you know, we haven't really felt it because uh, there's, you know, unemployment. There's just a whole lot of cushion. Do you get any sense of any real crisis happening in the near future with our economy? I think people are going to be struggling for a while. When people have asked me about going back to work, a lot of people have lost their job. Uh, and that's why this, this past fall and winter, I was doing readings every Friday night uh, I, for over an hour. And people were just losing job, losing job, losing job, or COVID, COVID, COVID. And I still feel like this summer is going to be a bit rocky. I feel like fall seems to be a better time for people. Like late summer, fall, as far as business, it, I think it, it's going to depend on the sector. But I do feel like it's going to slowly come back. But I just feel like it's going to be kind of off and on. Like, you know, and, and I felt like this about, and I think it's going to have something to do with COVID as well. Because what I said about COVID with the summer is I felt like things were going to open up, but there were going to be hot spots. And then so you might have closures. Like I know right now, Oregon is kind of closing down um, certain certain uh, counties or maybe the whole state, I don't recall. But like there's, there's, so I feel like there'd be regional outbreaks. So in those outbreaks, you're going to have businesses that unfortunately suffer again. I know Canada is going through horrible, horrible stuff right now. I know the UK is struggling as well. Uh, Ireland, it's, it's, they're struggling. It's going to take a while. I mean, to be fully out of this. I mean, I honestly, I don't know if we'll ever be fully out of COVID. I do feel like this is going to turn into something similar to the flu where we are going to have to get updated doses, updated vaccines. But I do feel like masks are definitely going to continue as much as, as people hate it, it's, it's helping. But I do not feel like we're going to be completely COVID free. I, there's, there's always gonna be little hot spots. But the good news is, is that science is taking a remarkable turn and that I feel what, what I've heard, and I've actually heard this firsthand from people I've been communicating with that passed due to COVID is what I'm hearing is a lot of people that are passing due to COVID. They're turning around and they're actually helping us. They're turning around and they're researching and they're helping from home, heaven, the other side, with science and research, trying to drop down information. So we aren't alone in our struggle, but business-wise, it's 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 gonna be a while. I think we're, we're gonna, start to come back. I think the next couple of years are, are going to look nice, but it's not going to be without tragedy. I think there are some businesses that will not come back. Yeah. Uh, I do feel like Zooms and uh, people working from home is is here to stay in certain, certain sectors, yeah, yeah. Uh, at least in some form. You know, this is going, this is, it's, it's a new world, really. And it's going to be about us being flexible. Yeah. And, and being positive and understanding that we, at some point, we either give in to the panic and the fear, or we allow ourselves to trust and believe that it will get better, that there are people not just here working, but people in home at heaven that are working to mitigate what's happening. Uh, that's a good uh, perspective. I agree with most of it, actually. I mean, and it makes sense. Um, you know, this is a bit, this was a war and we're still not really winning the war on COVID. We're, we're battling it. Vaccines are helping. Masks are helping. Uh, but it is going to take time and it's destroyed. You know. What do you not agree with? No, I agree with all of it pretty much. Yeah, that's why I'm saying. I was just curious uh, if there was anything. No, I agree. I mean, uh, I think it's, 
you know, it has permanently uh, damaged us, uh, but we just have to get through it and we have to adjust so it doesn't keep hurting us, whether, you know, our health, our business, our finances, we just have to adjust. And, um, you know, we're humans, man. We're resilient if we want to be. So you either you jump, you jump into the panic mode or you jump into survival and make changes and get through it. And uh, it's just going to take time. Um, so, yeah, uh, we got to hope for the best. And, uh, you know, I'm glad that you started your business. You helped, you helped a lot of people out. And um, I think it's really interesting what you're doing with real estate and, and homes. Uh, that, that's wild. I've never heard of that one before. And that's interesting to me because a lot of people do need help. And they feel lost when they're selling a home, buying a home. Uh, there's only so much inspections can tell you. There's a lot of hidden damages in homes that people don't get on their inspection reports. So that might be a real you know, useful tool is uh, getting some whispering. It's like people think, well, you know, a psychic. Why would a psychic in real estate? Well, it's the same thing as asking about your health or your kids or any or or your business i mean it's the same thing it's just looking at it and if that can help your life i mean your home changes your life the location everything and if i can help mitigate that stress i had a, I have a client down in florida that was buying a condo and so she asked me about it and i said those pipes are going like i was like those pipes are going they're old this is they are hiding something and sure enough the inspection came back and they, there was crap going on with the pipes and they had to do all this work. So she ended up still buying the house. But do you know those pipes are still causing her, I think her, her condo has flooded like two different times already. And it's like one of those things where if you can, would you rather pay for like a 30 minute reading with me? Would you rather pay 50, 75 bucks for a 30 minute reading and, and then know what you're getting into like, cause I, like, it's like, I had a woman the other day and I was like, you're, you're something's going on with her roof. I was like, there's, there's something off with it. And she's like, no, no, no. I, it's like five years old. And I'm like, no, no, no. I said, make sure you know where the warranty is. I said, do you know what the warranty is? And her husband had passed. So she was like, you know, trying to figure everything out. I was like, can you check on that warranty? She's like, no, 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 it's fine. Like a week later, she texts me, the roof's leaking, you know? And so it's stuff like that. Like if, if, we can, if I can help you mitigate something, then, then I, I'm saving you a bunch of money and it doesn't cost, it, it doesn't cost me anything. It doesn't change what, I mean, I'm still using the same skills or we're just using it in a different form, but I, I love it because it's, to me, it's all about, um, it, it's just, and it comes to me like, it's like, like with the client in Chicago with just adding the plant or I just, all of a sudden I saw their deck, like in my head, I saw it and I'm like, you need to paint that. It's amazing what, and, and I know like real estate, you know, changing a color, doing something, what do they say? Like put fresh baked cookies in when you're doing a tour, whatever it is, it's amazing the little things can do. But the fact that, you know, that, that before that those little, um, you know, having a little bit unpainted of an unpainted deck changed it. Yeah. Little things make, make a big difference in a lot of things in life. People don't realize. So if they could just get a little tip here and there, it can change. It really can change, change your life. It really can. So I, I agree with that. Um, so tell everybody, um, you know, this is, this has been very interesting. I always find clairvoyancy and psychics, uh, you know, very interesting. You know, some of them don't come off uh, very credible, but you definitely, uh, you got me. I'm, I'm, I'm sold. 
you speak with, you know, you make sense. You're not pulling things out of, you know, the sky. Uh, it seems like you have good intuition and you're not, you know, just, I've, I've spoken to some weirdos before uh, that claim to be uh, psychic that completely weren't. And, um, and they make people like you look bad. So uh, you can't judge every psychic <laughs> by, by the quacks. I have a, a, fr a military friend, a military spouse friend. And I remember when I finally came out, you know, and I announced and she messaged me and she said, it's about time. And I said, what, what are you talking about? And she said, you told me 10 years ago that you were never going to be one of those psychics, you know, <laughs> because I never, that's the crap I hate. Like I don't BS. I totally don't BS. Like I tell it like it is like, if you're full of crap, you're full of crap. And most of these people, oh my God, it's just like, and you know, there's some really wonderful psychics out there. And I joke, I, I, I have my psychic friends network. Um, I have, you know, some wonderful friends, um, Canadian friends, UK friends that are, that are psychic and they're animal communicators that I trust, that I know are legit, that are doing just what I'm doing. They're out, we're out there. But it's, it's easy to miss us with all the crap, with all the noise, because you have people that want to make a quick buck. Like these people that try and replicate my profile and say, for a hundred bucks, I'll tell you, I'll tell you the future. <laughs> Screw that. First of all, I don't charge a hundred dollars for 30 minutes. I will not do that. Second of all, like, who the hell are you? Like, do you, like, do you really think that taking advantage of someone is going to make your day? I mean, it just, it's bullshit. Excuse, oh, excuse me, but my last scratch that. It's fine. We're, we're a no BS show. <laughs> I will say it about five more times just just because I love that word. Yeah, no, right. but no, seriously, like it's that crap that I hate and it's that crap that prevents me from working with people because it's like I want to be legitimized. I'm not like just doing a dog and pony show. If you, I, I tell people, if you want freaking rainbows and sunshine, go down to the palm reader down the street. If, if, if your husband's cheating on you and I see it, I'm going to tell your husband's cheating on you. If, if, if your friend is being a jackass, I'm going to tell you she's being a jackass. Like if you, if you are do, you know, if, if your mom is meddling, you know, like I'm going to tell you what I hear now, of course, I'm not going to say it like, well, I may say it like that. It depends, but like, I'm, I'll, I'll of course warn you and I'll say, you know, do you really want to hear this? Do you, or do you really want to know if someone says, how long does my animal have? Uh, how you know, is my husband cheating? I always, always pre, you know, I never just blurt it out because some people don't really want the answer. So I'll say, do you want to know? And they say, yes. And I'll be like, boom, I, because you have to, you have to, but believe me, like I am, I, I am not going to waste anyone's time. I have kids. I have better. I have real housewives and bachelor to watch. Like I don't need to spend my time on a reading spouting crap. Like, that's what those palm readers are for. That's why, you know, I have better things to do, you know, you know, working on my tattoos, whatever. Like, I, I don't, I don't have time for that crap. You know, like, that's why, like, and people will come to me and they'll be like, well, prove to me, prove to me. And I'm like, I don't have to prove to you. Ask me a question. I'll give you an answer. But if you come to me and you, you try and say, you're, you're full of crap. Well, what do you think's going to come out of my mouth? Like, you have to come to me with an open mind. You, if you come in, I had one guy come to me and say, you need to make me believe in God. And I looked at him and I said, that's not my freaking job. Like, you need to open yourself up to that idea. I don't need to do crap. And I gave him his money back. Because I was like, that's like, come on. Like, again, I like, don't waste my time. I'm not going to waste your time. So it's.
it's, it's, it's stuff like that that I hear all the time about, you know, what, you know, people that have, oh, you know, or, or even with lost pets, you have animal communicators charging $500 to find a lost pet and they don't have any statistics to back it up. They have, they have found two pets, three pets, and they're charging $500. They're taking advantage of people in a very, very vulnerable situation. Yep. For what? For money. That's it's it. crap. I have found 39 pets in the last 16 months. I have raised my fees once, and that's after the Washington Post got a hold of me. And I had so many bookings. I was booked for two months straight. So I booked, I, I upped my rates $15. <laughs> that's hey. it. But you know, like I, I will, I, I charge $75, like straight up. I'm available via, via text. You, you know, that's, and that's how this goat was found. Like we were texting back and forth that night. We were texting in the morning, goats back home, happily eating some grain and, you know, but I, I refuse, I, I refuse to screw people over. I can't do it. I don't want anyone screwing me over. So it pisses me off that, you know, there are people out there that see people's vulnerability, that see them in their weakest. And they say, I'm going to take that from you. Not only am I going to take from you, but I'm going to make you feel like crap. That's, that's the opposite of what someone with a true gift should be doing. And that was my dilemma. That's why I had so much depression is I have, I've always had this gift. I've always known things. I've always heard things, but I was so afraid that I was going to be looked at that way. I was so afraid of, of, of people saying you're a fraud that, and I knew it was going to be an uphill battle. I knew it, but just helping someone or just talking to someone and being like, look, there's good people out there. There are good people out there that want to help that aren't charging an insane price that want to help that are genuine. And I, I just did a recent TikTok actually when I was, in my 103 degree fever, but it turned out really nice. Um, that something about like, when, when you book with me, you don't just book, you know, with me for then, like you gain a friend. I, there are so many clients and I actually was talking with one right before that have become my friends. And I guess that's what I would tell people that are suspicious about psychics, mediums, animal communicators is a, I would say, look at, look at Google reviews. I have 195 star reviews on Google business right now. Wow. Within the last two years, less than that, less than two years, I have 195 star reviews. Google them, Google them. See, see, have they been mentioned somewhere? If you're, if you're trying to find your lost pet and you're looking for someone, ask the animal commuter, ask them how many pets they found. How long does it usually take? What's the average cost? Do you charge for extra sessions? Do you, are you allowed to extend the session? What statistically, they should have those numbers. They should know how many pets they found. They should know all of that. And if they can't give you that information, run. If you go to someone and they say, I, if you pay me a hundred more dollars, I will take this energy off of you. Run, <laughs> run. If, if you, if someone looks at you and says you have bad karma, freaking run. You get to decide when you do the session. You get to decide if you do another session. You get to decide all of that. Do not let them take your power. When I talk with someone, I'm not taking their power. I'm not, I'm, I, I, it's a conversation. It's totally a conversation back and forth. I say, if you, wanna, if you wanna hear me talk for 30 minutes, you listen to my free readings. 
it's totally a conversation. It's a back and forth. I want to get to know you, you get to know me. And when we're comfortable, like being comfortable with each other, then we can figure it out. Like then we were, it's working together. I'm not taking anything of yours. I'm helping you. I'm that's, that's all I'm doing. And that's what a psychic should be. We should be a therapist. We should be an assistant to you. We should be able to help you with real estate, but just because you're going to make 20 grand off of what I tell you, I don't need to make 50% of that. That's on you. I'm just happy that you're making that extra 20. That makes me happy. It was so much fun to go to that house that, that I, that I had seen in my head that I said, you need to make an offer on that was honestly, that was the greatest gift for me. The greatest gift for me, like the greatest return is honestly like when I find lost pets and I do the FaceTime with them and I get to see them that, that is one of the best feelings in the entire world. And I can't wait. I have, I have a scheduled uh, FaceTime with the goat. I haven't talked to the goat yet. I'm very excited. <laughs> but that's why, if you look, I have my wall of lost pets. You can see my blacks, but they're all my lost pets on my wall. Uh, that's my first one that's up. Great. There. Yeah, because that's, that's what gives me the, the feels. As a psychic, I'm not about screwing you over. I'm just helping you. And if I can't help you, if I honestly don't feel like I'm the psychic for you, I'll tell you. That's why I have my psychic friends network. I have great friends and we refer people back and forth because just like doctors and therapists, it's not a one size fits all. And this is all about supporting other women. It's not success is not pie. I want to help other people. If you feel you're intuitive, yeah, how, do, how does it work? Ask me. I have lots of people on my show. How can I get into tarot reading? How, not that I do cards, but how can I make this a business? I'm all about helping people. Beware of people that say, only I can do this. Only I can help you. That's crap. I like your no-nonsense like no approach, so I'm all, I'm all for it. But um, tell, tell our audience all the places or where they should or where they could find you best, because I know you got a website, you got social medias. So if you can tell the audience uh, where they can find you, that'll be great. My website is nancymello.com. That's N-A-N-C-Y-M-E-L-L-O.com. Instagram, I'm nancy.mello.psychic.medium. You can check out my cool dance moves at TikTok <laughs> at nancy.mello. And on Facebook, it's facebook.com forward slash... Nancy Mello Psychic Medium. I'm on YouTube, but the links, I think, on my website. I don't remember. It's a bunch of numbers. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, that's, that's the main. I'm mainly on Instagram is nancy.mello.psychic.medium and website nancymello.com. But TikTok is awesome. I, I, I just have fun with it. Yeah. But, yeah, that's where you can reach me. I do do same-day bookings as long as my kids aren't going nuts. And especially if my kids are going nuts, I will ask for readings. I will be like, please save me. Please someone book me because I'm going nuts. I will not approach you for a reading, but I'll be like, look, I have some openings. And you can hear my kids yelling in the background. So let's, Great. let's do this. But yeah, that's where you can find me. Well, thanks, thanks for sharing your stories. And, uh, and I really wish you a lot of success with your business. And I, again, I like your no BS approach. I like that realness. I'm feeling it. So. It was, a, it was really great chatting with you, and I hope uh, people give you a shot, uh, especially uh, for that real estate. That's important, too. That's a big step. Yeah, I'm all, I'm all about it. I, I love it. Um, I'd be happy to chat with anyone. If you have any questions, I am an open book. So Perfect. ask me anything. I don't get offended. So, yeah, hit me, hit me up, nancymello.com. All right, Nancy. Well, thank you for letting us 
Mind your biz and uh, talk to you soon. Thanks.